1: It is the one and only Big Daddy Graham. Big Daddy, what's up, man? How you doing, John? Well, well, I I think I'm all right. Are you okay? What's going on? What's new? Just, you know,
0: staying in this house hour after hour is just me and my wife, and she's insatiable. (laughs) How much sex do I have in me, John? How much? Hold Hold on a second. I'm
1: on the radio. Oh my she, God. Oh my what can God. say. <laughs> oh, Big Daddy. So Big Daddy, first of all, it's great to hear from you. Um secondly. Oh, you me. No, I, I did. But I there's there's some stuff I want to talk to you about. First and yes. foremost, I have to start with non sports because you are um uh even more knowledgeable about this particular topic than I am when it comes mm-hmm. to uh, certain actors and actresses. Big Daddy, I had no idea. When I was doing prep for the show tonight, I was thinking, you know, what's up? You know, what are the the latest news both in and out of sports? And I saw it was Harrison Ford's birthday. Big Daddy, Harrison Ford is 78 years old. That's unbelievable.
0: He's in great shape. He really is. Uh, All right, I'll give you uh, three things maybe you didn't know about Harrison Ford. What's that? Uh, One, he was out of acting. He was just tired of it. He wasn't having any luck. Mm-hmm. So he quit, and he's a master carpenter. Really? In real life. And he was building the deck of one George Lucas. What? Who then put him in Star Wars, and that's how the whole damn thing starts. Oh, well, hold hold on. A wait,
1: no. wait a minute. Hold but, on. Hold uh, on. So he, so George Lucas is having a deck deck built onto his house Sees the guy building it and says, "Hey, would you like to be in a movie?" Well, I I think he <laughs> might have been an American
0: comedian at this point, but for a fact, which George Lucas directed, for a fact, he quit. Wow. He, he was coming to business, and uh, Lucas knew he built decks, so he's building this big deck, and that led to him getting Han Solo. That's- and you cannot underestimate. The importance of Han Solo in that movie, because if you really watch those performances, mm-hmm. they, they bring nothing to the table. <laughs> Princess Leia, Luke Skywalker—he just it, the whole movie. It's he or does you not.
1: No, he's the one that brings the personality to to the Star Wars movies. Everybody else is very blasé and a uh, uh, monotone. You're right. I—I'm—that's—that's right. that's amazing. That's okay. I didn't know about that. Uh, And I'm up to
0: like eight things already you didn't know. Here comes number 19. (laughs) Okay. Uh, His first wife wrote E.T.
1: I think I did know that one. That one I knew.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I mean, talk about money rolling in. Are you kidding me?
1: That is unbelievable. Between
0: Star Wars, Raiders, and E.T.? I mean, come on. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It is. Uh, I've always been a fan of Harrison Ford. Uh, I know you uh, sent me a text earlier that you would be discussing him. Yeah. So I, I wanted to bring something a little different to the table because well, he rarely is in a comedy movie. Uh, well, he's rarely in a comedy movie. Well, he could be funny, uh, but one of my favorite performances. By him mm-hmm. is it a movie called uh, Working Girl? Do Sigourney Weaver oh my and God. Um, Melanie Griffith, <laughs> and it's a pure one hundred percent comedy role, and it's great. I wish you do more of them. I really. Do. That
1: was and and that was in the late eighties. That wasn't even. You know, I, I when I think of Harrison Ford, I think comedic role. I think maybe he tried that, you know, in his later years. But this was peak Harrison Ford when he when he starred in Working yeah. Girl. And I think it was—I yeah. think of 1988 or 89. Well, I a lot of people don't know this, Big Daddy, but yeah. um, all the years you know working here at WIP and, and working uh, you know that third shift, you always yeah. had a very unique wardrobe, and one of <laughs> <laughs> one of the one of the shirts that you would frequently wear, uh, you know, on the back of it, it said Doctor Richard Kimball. And that's all yeah. the sh- and that was the entire shirt. There was nothing on the front of it; just on the back, it said Doctor yeah. Richard Kimball. And it that- was a great. No, it, it's it's my favorite shirt of yours. That, of all the unique and strange and, and you know the, the wardrobes you've worn over the years, I love that shirt. Uh, and it's probably because of all the films that Harrison Ford starred in, my favorite was him portraying Doctor Richard Kimball in The Fugitive.
0: That's a great movie. but That didn't have anything to do with it. What? My favorite television show, what did you call me, an old wise cahoot in your text (laughs) or whatever? (laughs) I go back to the original television show, Mm -hmm. and that was my favorite television show. But here's the deal. Uh, People would come up to me, and they loved seeing Boucher with Kimball on the back, and they would go, where did you get that? Right, and I would I would go. I put it on the back. Wait. I went to a place up on the boardwalk to put your names on, yeah, backs of hoodies and whatnot. and I had Dr. Richard Kimball on the back, <laughs> which led to I got uh, a hoodie with Dave Zinkoff, um, <laughs> a hoodie with Yo-Yo. I you probably don't know Yo-Yo. Yo-Yo Ma, huh? Uh, Yo-Yo, Yo-Yo Ma. Yo-Yo. Yo-Yo was a guy. Was at every game at the Forester ever. He was mentally challenged a little bit, mm-hmm. and everybody loved him. He Joe Jojo on the back, Goldsinger, Jody uh, Challenger. Uh, oh my God. And everybody always wanted to know I got these things. <laughs> and then when they found out that I put them on
1: there, mm-hmm. they were kind of like, walk away. Huh? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would do the same thing. Who on earth goes to a has a T-shirt and goes to you know a shop on the boardwalk and says, um, and they say, "Sir, what would you like on it? Would you like your name? Would you like a picture?" I'd like Dr. <laughs> Richard Kimball. I mean, how did yeah. they say, you know, get the hell out of my store right now?
0: Well, he was the deal. Uh The guy who did this is on my street
1: in okay. Seattle. Okay,
0: and <laughs> I did him a favor. I got like his kid some concert tickets. Mm -hmm. And uh, he started pressing these letters for free, which is why it ended. I'm going to pay for this. (laughs) When when do we get to the sports?
1: Well, Well, hold on a minute. I got one more uh, Harrison Ford. What is your favorite Harrison Ford role?
0: Uh, It's Han Solo. It is. And it's such a slam dunk. Hmm. It really is. Again, I'm old enough to have seen that movie when it came out the first time in the theater. And his performance was just so great. You know, it had enough of Errol Flynn and John Wayne, you know, those kind of guys, Mm. right? Uh, But it was new, you know, and his name was cool, Han Solo. Uh, That's that's still uh, my favorite role ever by him. All so right, He had a movie with Michelle Pfeiffer, where he plays the killer.
1: Yeah, uh, What Lies Beneath, I think the name of that movie was? Yeah, I don't want to take the great movie, but
0: a different role for him. And I ended up enjoying that. Yeah, it was nice to oh, see him wow. as a
1: villain. Huh? Yeah, it was He's nice. A movie to... Go
0: ahead. Oh no, I had a movie that never got released. He's in a movie with Kim Kardashian. Amazing. That's so all I can say. <laughs> Amazing.
1: <laughs> never saw it? No, I never saw oh, it. I got a copy of it. <laughs> I'm bringing it. All right, all right Why so the all right, hold on. I'm about to get into it now. Relax. Big Daddy Graham joining us this evening. Big Daddy, you're a huge hoop head. Always have been. Uh, you've been critical yet praising of Brett Brown at times. Big news out of the bubble in Orlando today uh, he has been playing uh, Ben Simmons exclusively at the four and Shake Milton at the one. Big Dad, your reaction?
0: Uh, Wrong, wrong, wrong. It's further attached to, you know, you know who my least favorite coach of all time in this town is? That's one, Mr. Brown. (laughs) At this point in Ben Simmons' career, he should be well on his way to maybe even be, well, nobody else would be better than Magic, but he should be... Getting close to that, his passing ability. He sees the floor better than, God, I can't think of a player who sees the floor better than him Agreed. at the moment. Yeah. But in the game. LeBron sees the floor great. He really does. But, oh my God. And you take him out of the, you, you take the ball out of his hand, that's what he's going to do for you. He doesn't shoot.
1: I know. So, I know.
0: It's stupid. This is stupid, stupid, stupid. <laughs> and if Brett Brown does this, it, it'll be the end of Brett Brown.
1: Oh, well, if they don't get to the beyond the second round of the playoffs, he's doomed anyway. We know that.
0: I, who knows with this ownership?
1: Uh, you know, who, this. I,
0: I, I don't know what exactly they do, uh, but you can say that about a lot of owners. so mm-hmm. they win? But. Uh, Because fans are so wrapped up in the fact that he never shoots, Mm -hmm. why would anybody then want to move him to the floor? He's not going to shoot that either.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: As a point guard, what do you have, 17 points a game?
1: Yeah, a lot.
0: 17 points. Mm -hmm. He drives down that lane and scores whenever he wants. Now, here's the big complaint that I have about Ben Simmons. I'm not letting him off scot free. Uh, he's got to uh, move his free throw shoot percentage mm. up by ten points, yeah, ten percentage points. Because when he drives down that lane, the only recourse that the opponent has is to hack him, because he's going to make the shot. He's 6'10", drives a lane like, mm-hmm. you know, very few 6'10 people have ever done. Right. It's a slam dunk to me. Uh, I, I know y- you are now going to have to talk to all the people who think it's a great idea. That's right. Thank so for the rest of the night. well fact, I, <laughs> I want to be in the
1: update. <laughs> Well, Big Daddy, I, I I need to wrap up our conversation with a very interesting question, NBA question for you. So uh, now that all the teams are in the bubble, two guys have already right. have already broken. Right.
0: What? Hey, get away from me. Buddy. Oh,
1: no. Oh, God. So two NBA players have already broken the rules and stepped out of the bubble and have already had to self-quarantine for 10 days. Um if you're a team that ends up going the distance, you're gonna be in that bubble for three and a half months all right um I,
0: after like everybody is now anyway uh yes,
1: but maybe well well, hold on, see all the you know, little sound effects you're making in the background there play in and you know are playing perfectly with the question I have for you. you know it's twenty two teams worth of players which will slowly dwindle down, uh but they are just players with their teammates by themselves in a bubble. Uh, how many are going to try to sneak out for uh, you know extracurricular activities of certain kinds? Almost all of them.
0: I mean, they're young guys. I mean, when you when you were twenty three and twenty four and twenty seven, mm. I mean, I wasn't married at twenty seven. You know, I mean, it's what young people do. They they break curfews. First of all, I wasn't in favor of any of these sports coming back at all. I really wasn't mm-hmm. until I got, you know, I've been drawn. You know, I'm paralyzed. I've been in my home since last July 21st. Mm-hmm. I'm coming up in a year, a year. Uh, thank God sports is coming back. I can't wait for it to come back. But, if I wasn't in this situation i don't I't don't even think coming back is going to end up being a good idea. I hope I'm wrong. hope nobody gets sick uh but you know
1: yeah i, think- I mean we, we we all feel the same way, but it's 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 that glimmer of hope right it's like you you hope they can do it because the alternative as you know when you, you know as you're thinking about the future of sports right now uh until that day comes where there might be a vaccine you're like, well, it's, you know, the hope is better than the alternative. Well, we shut everything down until uh, that day comes, and that's an undisclosed date. It's a TBD. We don't know what it is.
0: Right now, you really got to wonder if there's going to be an NFL. Are, are they going to play? Yeah. In an indoor stadium? Right. Uh, all every game? I, I don't know. I mean, this is scary times. It really is. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and, I know. And, you know, I'm, I'm talking about being stuck in my house. You know, Conklin's in my garage. He's been there for three months. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm ready to shoot him, I swear to God. <laughs> the, uh, the great Big Daddy Graham. Big Daddy. Why don't we talk in sports? <laughs> <laughs> Big Daddy, it's great to hear from you, man. Thank you so much for jumping yeah, on with me.
0: Hey, now, John. Anytime you want me on. I always loved it when I uh, would drive in and hear you on before me. And uh, I always loved your show.
1: So uh, take care.
0: detailed.